Okay, so you are hanging out. You're living in Los Angeles, California. Nice. You got hired to work on this uh, like daytime show, like a cooking show. Doing Co- what? You do like research for like uh, recipes and stuff like that. Um, like on food? Yeah. Ingredients? Yeah. Right. And like recipes and stuff. So like in a few times a month, you actually go on camera and like talk about what you cook and stuff. It's the, the show is called learn to cook stupid. And it's hosted by this woman named Madeline Albright. Ugh. So, uh, you're working there uh, for for a little bit, and uh, things are going, you know, things are going okay. But you kind of like feel like you should be the host of this show, obviously, be- because Madeline Albright is like fucking like she doesn't know anything about food or cooking. She sounds like she just uses a lot of butter and not enough spices. There is so much butter. In these recipes, like 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 one of the recipes, uh, just calls her butter and salt. Yeah, it's like a sauce for her. Yeah, she seems like a cream corn lady. Yeah. Oh, she is into the creams. <laughs> She's into so many sauces. She's into ice cream. Hollandaise, I bet. Hollandaise. Everything. And you're like, this is stupid. We should be focusing on solid food, not fucking these dumb creams and dressings. And like, no, like no one else in the show gives a shit. They're all like, yeah, Leah, I guess, but who cares? It's just a, a paycheck. And you're like, I fucking care. Yeah, it's like my art. Yeah. And like this one grizzled <laughs> uh, writer is there. He's worked on every cooking show there is this guy is like a legend among uh like celebrity cooks and stuff like that like he's done everything his name is uh jack mcpherson and he goes kid let me tell you something i tried to revolutionize this years ago he goes just take it from me just take the paycheck. That's terrible advice. He goes, no, it's not. I know what I'm talking about, kid. He goes home. Uh, he hangs himself that night. <laughs> like you probably, I mean, like you're like, I don't think he did it because of me, but you're still kind of like a little weirded out. But anyway, so you're kind of like there and uh, the host, uh, Madeline is like, Again, she knows nothing about food. She just likes butter and salt. And, and, you're, and you're like, fuck this. Um, I'm sure she's mysteriously thin, too. She is very thin. Almost, like, suspiciously so. Yeah. It's like, it seems like she's hoodwinking. She's yeah. not ingesting the butter and salt. She just wants everyone else to. Like, she's sponsored by Lando Lakes. It's very confusing. Yeah. So, um, you're kind of like working there or whatever. And uh, one day after the uh, the show was done, you guys got off early that day. 
there was a a fire and a hundred people died. So you were uh, like my coworkers? No, just people who were working on a different show. The okay. show was called um How to Fight Fires. And their thing was they were um doing an episode where they were like, you've heard the term fight fire with fire. Let's see how this works. And like, it is a catastrophe. Um, so you decide, uh, you're like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to get something to eat. You go to this like diner that's around the corner and you're sitting there kind of like annoyed. You know what I mean? Cause you're like fucking this Madeline woman. She sucks. This job sucks. I should be up there. I care about this type of stuff. And you fucking do dude. Like you get really into like searching out exotic recipes like you traveled the amazon one time yeah uh to reach this uh tribe of people called the cool guys and they had a uh, a recipe that only that they've never given anyone but they gave you you passed all their trials uh it's mostly just like spelling quizzes and stuff you fucking mouth the floor with them uh and they give you like a they're ne- like no one's ever seen this recipe outside of their tribe it's just like a recipe for like uh like meatloaf but it's fucking good meatloaf so you get like super into this, you know what I mean? So you go to uh, your uh, your diner. Uh, what would you get for lunch? Do you think? At a diner? Yeah, it's uh, like classic East Coast seeming diner. Um, like a juicy roast beef and fries. You order that. The waiter is like, okay, like he's like clearly impressed by the order. Yeah, he goes a classic back. Order. They bring out this fucking sandwich, and. Uh, they put it down in front of you and you're looking at it and it smells incredible. The first thing you do is you pour out a little bit of ketchup. You dip a fucking French fry mm. in that ketchup. Even though it like is still clearly steaming a little bit, you don't give a fuck. You just chew that thing. It doesn't hurt you in the slightest. It's the best French fry you've ever had in your life. You look down uh, at the at the French fries. They're golden and crispy. They're so golden that um, one time when you were uh, four years old, uh, your family went to go visit um, some cousins or in laws or something. You didn't really know who these people were. You were too young to know. And um, you, it was the, they kind of like lived out in the woods somewhere, and you were like somewhere upstate or whatever, and you're like oh, this is cool, because you're like a little kid or whatever, and you're running in the snow outside, and you actually uh, get lost. And for about an hour, you have no idea where you are, and you're convinced that you're going to die in these woods covered in snow. You turn around, and uh, standing there is this, like, grizzly bear. But the grizzly bear has been, like, fit with, like, cybernetics. Like it has like, it goes like when it moves and it has like a laser beams and stuff. All right. And it roars and you real and you think to yourself, this is it. I'm dead. Suddenly a uh, giant hole appears in this fucking bear's head and it falls forward and you kind of like turn and uh, standing there is uh, your cousin or in-law, whoever this person was. He's standing there with like a fucking rifle and he goes, holy shit. And you turn and you look at that bear for one last moment. His eyes 
are bright yellow. They're the exact same color as those fucking french fries. <laughs> These are good french fries. And so you grab uh, the roast beef sandwich, and it is juicy. Brother. So I'm back at the diner now? We yeah, just, that was just okay. a flashback. Yeah. All right. And oh, so okay. you um, you pick it up, and it's, it's weird because it's juicy, like a little bit of the au jus like pours down the side of the sandwich, but somehow the sandwich doesn't get soggy. Like the bread yes. is still fucking... The oh, bread's, the crusty yeah. bread. Yeah, dude. You bring it right to your mouth, and uh, you're about to bite into it when suddenly you hear, uh, Hey, Leah! And you go, what the hell? And you kind of look around and like, there's no one else there. And you go, well, this is weird. You turn back to the sandwich, you're about to bite into it and you go, and you hear, hey, Leah, <laughs> down here, silly. <laughs> and you go, what the fuck? And you open up the sandwich and in the middle of the sandwich uh, is a uh, pickle spear. But what's weird about this pickle spear is that it has like, eyes and like a cartoon mouth sure the mouth actually extends like pat like off of his face a little bit he goes uh hi leah i'm bill the dill <laughs> and i'm here to get you out of your pickle <laughs> and you're kind of like blank and you're like blah, 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 what the heck and you look back and it's weird because now he's the pickle is wearing like a leather jacket so it has like, uh, you know, eyes with sunglasses, big cartoon mouth, and it's wearing like a leather jacket. You know what I mean? And you're like, what the hell? And then um, Bill the Dill goes on to explain that uh, he he's part of this uh, group called the Pickle Clan. Okay. The Pickle Clan is this intelligence network uh, where anywhere there's a pickle, the Pickle Clan can see what's going on there. And he's telling you this, and you're like, this is the weirdest thing you've ever heard. And you blink. And now, in addition to the leather jacket, he has a thick black pompadour on the top of his head. It's the thickest pompadour you've ever seen in your fucking life. What exactly is a pompadour? It's like a it's hair. Like a hair? Like yeah. a stacked hair? Okay. And... Basically, he goes on to explain that uh, he can, you know, the Pickle Clan are pretty uh, powerful. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. they're uh, pretty powerful people. Uh, they can help you out and get you out of your pickle. He goes, you could be the host of that show. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, we could do it for you. <laughs> he goes, you just got to do one thing. You have to kill a man. Billy Dill goes on to uh, explain that there's this uh, serial killer who has been uh, uh, going around uh, Los Angeles and he's been killing people who whose outfits clash. So if, if, if your outfit doesn't match, like he find, he hunts you down and he kills you. He's killed 18 people so far. Somebody's got to police the streets. Yeah. They call him the mismatch killer the mismatch killer yeah sorry sorry i started there and so um they're like they have no leads on this guy no one knows anything all they know is that uh people whose clothing clash he tracks you down 
and he beats you to death with a bowling pin. <laughs> and so Bill the Dill is like, we know where he is, Leah. We can send you to him. If you kill him, you'll be the lead on that show. What do you do? Oh, I mean, it's hard because I'm, I, the, I support the cause, but I'm selfish. So um, I would kill him, but have fun with it, maybe, because if I have to do it anyways. So he, so he goes like, he goes, that's great to hear. And he tells you, he gives you like the address. It's like written down on like a business card. And he kind of like hands it to you, even though like he doesn't have arms, you know what I mean? But like, it's still kind of like the sleeve of his like leather jacket moves forward as he hands you the business card. He's staying at a hotel and he goes, um, see you soon. You blank and he's turned back into a regular pickle. Do you eat the sandwich? Um, yeah, but I would take the pickle off. <laughs> so you eat the sandwich and uh, you're like, all right, you're trying to like pumped up. Like you said, you wanted to try to like have fun with it. So you're like, all right, let's fucking do this. So it becomes this thing. Well, I'm saving lives. Yeah. It so becomes it becomes this thing where it's like a a montage of you and like three of your friends. And you guys are at like uh, the mall at like different like uh, department stores trying on different like outfits. And like, you come out one, you're wearing like just jeans and a t-shirt and they all shake their head like no. Uh, the, the song Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top plays <laughs> in the background. And they go, women go crazy for a sharp-dressed man. You come out, you're wearing like a ballerina outfit, and they're like, no. And then finally you come out. What would you wear if you had to kill a man? Oh, a pleather onesie, like long sleeve with a zipper, turtleneck, like, and like heeled boots, like a real. Yeah. Something I could like sling over my shoulder, like a bow and arrow, maybe. Hell yeah. You, you come out wearing that. And they all shake their head yes. And so you you wear this outfit and you go, this guy's staying at the um, at ho- this place called Hotel Califuckyou. Because like the owners hate when California <laughs> California moved to Austin. It's like this weird thing, even though you're in Los Angeles, but they're from Austin. It's like a whole thing. So anyway, so I love a good theme. You go there. He's staying in room uh, 420. What do you do? Blaze it. What do you do? Um, What's your plan to kill this guy? The mismatch killer. What's my plan? Oh, like my method. Honestly, I know I said that I would enjoy it, but like I would have to like poison him and like not watch it. Okay. So um, I don't think I would enjoy it. <laughs> so Bill the Dill gives you some, uh, gave you some uh, poison to bring them. So you kind of go up to his room. How like how would you poison him? Um, I think I could have fun with that, like in a seductive way, like yeah, throw a record on, like obviously, he, like he's into it. Um, <laughs> So you see him like you're about to walk over, but you see him come out of uh, the room. He walks downstairs into the hotel bar. You're like, hell yeah. You walk in, you kind of like sit down at the bar. What do you do? Um, I order something sexy with an earshot of him. Like what? Like, I don't know. Like, a, Would it be sexy to order like a whiskey neat? I feel like that's like a... 
That's like a hot girl thing to do. So you sit down and the bartender's like, what can I get you, miss? And you're like, whiskey. Neat. Neat. And the whole, everyone in the bar turns at you and looks at you and they all go, neat. (laughs) So so this guy's sitting at the bar and he turns and he goes, oh, that's a, a hell of a drink you've got there. This is like the killer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is going great. Yeah. He goes, the name is uh, Charles Sampson. So maybe I'd order him like a shot or like a drink and like slip it in. Like by the time we got up to his room when he was getting excited, he would just like croak. Hell yeah. So what you do is uh, over the next four hours, you guys sit at the hotel bar and you start to build trust up. And you're fucking killing it, dude. You're doing like, you're being flirty, but not too forward. You know what I mean? You're letting this guy play the game. And let me tell you something. He's a hell of a player. Four hours later, uh, he casually, like you at some point had talked about, you guys both had a shared appreciation for um, Greek myths. And so the way that so it's like, well, you know, just so you know, I, I do have a uh, untranslated copy of the Iliad back in my apartment, back in my hotel room. And you're like, ooh, I love ancient Greek. And so at this point, you've already like poisoned him. You know what I mean? So you walk back into his room. He opens the door. He closes the door and he goes, I got to be honest with you. I don't have the Iliad here. And you go, I know. And he goes, huh? And then suddenly he starts like going, and it's like he starts choking because of the uh, the poison, and his head explodes. <laughs> You're covered in blood. Oh, that seems unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> so you run out, covered in blood. Uh, a couple of days later, uh, the cops, you know, after like, well, not a couple of days later, but like the next day when the guy doesn't check out, you know, they, they look into it. They find his headless body cut in blood everywhere. And they're like, holy shit. And they find like indisputable evidence that this was the killer. So you're like, uh, whoa, that was crazy. And so you go home uh, and you and you get home just in time to wash you know, your face off before going into work. Um, you walk in uh, and everyone's like crying. And you're like, what's going on? And they're like, they're all like, Madeline's dead. She choked to death on a pastrami sandwich. And so there's like chaos at work, but eventually about a week later, they're like, well, look, we got to be honest with you. Like we have to keep this program going. And when you do your segments, the test scores go through the roof. So we'd like to offer you the job as head of the show. We want you to be the star. That's wild. I feel like this everything's like coming up dandy. So uh, you you host the show and like ratings have never been higher. You're having the time of your fucking life. Uh, like you're discovering new recipes. Like you went to uh, Nepal at one point and you like went to the mountains and you got a really bitchin' uh, recipe for banana bread with chocolate chips it revolutionizes the game uh and then uh 
one day you're hanging out at work right before it goes on and uh you're by the craft uh like service table then suddenly here hey leah down here and you go what and you look down and like on like the tray of vegetables there's like a you know pickles for the sandwiches and stuff and uh sitting there is bill the dill he's got the leather jacket on the thick black pompadour he goes everything worked out and he goes hope you're happy (laughs) that sounds ominous and he goes i don't mean it to be (laughs) so you kind of like all right whatever and then you go out and uh the show starts you're like hey today um, i'm teaching you how to make an edible rug um and then um a light fixture falls, uh, breaks and falls down and hits you in the head. <laughs> and then 17 light fixtures fall down and they all hit you in the head. Oh my God. And you fucking die <laughs> on live TV. Oh, you know, that's how I'd want to go out. Blaze of glory on TV. Definitely. I like all, the attention. All of the lights, uh, like hit the ground, but they don't shatter and they, uh, they start a fire and, <laughs> 59 people die. (laughs) (laughs) We all burned to death. But you're long dead by then. You fucking died. Oh, well, I'm glad I escaped the fire. Well, your corpse got burned up, so there was was no funeral. 